Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 147. 147. Okay, let's spend some solo time together there, baby. Uh, Just you and me today. She's going to be a short and sweet one as well. I'm just jumping on to update you about my life, my training, about warrior school, about the next 90 days. Oh, it's Friday and I'm shaking things up. I am recording this on a Friday. I've had a big week full of very cool stuff, but she's been big. I am a little low on energy. I'm on day 27 of my cycle. And sometimes right towards the end, especially if I've been doing a lot, (laughs) I've been training a lot, working a lot, uh, and my energy's a little lower, I find it a little harder to want to jump on and record a podcast episode or do a bunch of coaching calls or recording a bunch of videos or content there's a little bit more resistance and friction for me and it only lasts for a couple of days and I really didn't want to jump on and record this today. Uh, I really just wanted to sit and write (laughs) but here I am because one of my secrets to success uh, this week actually on Wednesday I recorded an internal podcast episode for Inside of Warrior School. So inside of Warrior School, I do an exclusive podcast for my warriors. And this podcast episode was on how I built a successful and sustainable training practice. And I was sharing my secrets for success. And one of the secrets was that I show up even when I don't feel like it. And so here I am today showing up and I don't feel like it, but... We're going to spend some time together. So day 27 of my cycle, I've got 21 days until I fly home. I'm counting it down in my calendar. So this morning when I opened my calendar to plan my day, at the top I had day 27 and then I had 21 days until I hop on that airplane, baby, and fly home. I have one more thing to do for my trip 
and then everything is locked and loaded, baby. I've got one more thing to plan, which is my very quick trip to Melbourne to see my best girlfriend and to get my skin done before I return to Sydney and fly home on the 30th of November. I'll still be working a little bit when I'm down there. Uh, Actually, applications for Warrior School open in the first 10 days in November. Uh, And then I'll be doing my one-on-one momentum calls with my women, which is super cool. Uh, I love that I can take my delicious little laptop with me and still work. That was one of the goals that fueled this vision that I am creating for my business. I wanted to be able to travel back and forth between Vancouver and Australia and still work and help all of these amazing women, coach all of these amazing women, grow my business. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to go home. I'm excited to take some time off, but I'm also really excited that I I still get to work. Uh, I still get to coach my women. I still get to grow warrior school. It's very, very cool. Even though it is pouring rain in Australia right now, please, sun goddess, be out for me for all of November. What else is happening? We are on day 12 of our Strengthen Your Confidence Challenge. And these women, they're just on fire. My last count, PR count, we were at like 220 PRs in the last 12 days. Doesn't that blow your mind? It blows my mind. Loads of wins, but also loads of challenges, which I think is really cool as well. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. I'm going to give you an update on my injury, my training, but I guess the idea or the concept or the topic that I want to talk about is when things don't go to plan, you know, what do we, what do we do? How do we move forward when Our plan ain't going to plan. (laughs) So a lot of the warriors doing the challenge have had very cool wins. They are building more confidence within their training practice, within themselves, within their body. They're learning how to progress. They're really learning what training hard means to them. And... They're excited to train. I have received so many messages from them saying that I am excited to train. Like I haven't been this excited to train since before I had kids. And that's what it's really all about. You know, I believe that you've got to fall in love with your training to get those results that you want. We've got to love the practice. But we've also had some challenges So we have had sickness, a car accident, burnout, 
uh, a lot of stuff going on in some of my warriors' lives. And they were sharing with me over the past 12 days their frustration and disappointment that they couldn't do the challenge, that their plan didn't go to plan. First, I hear, I do not like when plans don't go to plan, (laughs) especially when it comes to my training. Uh, I like solid training plans and I like to execute them. Actually, I was at the gym this morning and I was talking to a friend and he asked me, do you ever do deloads? And I said to him, no, I don't do uh, set deloads. I just listen to my body. And I've got a good, probably about five solid weeks of hard training in me until my body tells me, okay, you need a bit of a rest. You need to reduce the intensity and the volume. But I have a really hard time dropping volume and intensity and deloading. (laughs) So I can't go into a gym and not train hard. So I have to put myself in a time out and I actually just take rest days where I'll do more walking. I will do more hot, cold exposure therapy. I'll do some zone two cardiovascular work, but I have to remove myself from the gym, from the environment, because I can't just go in there and do two sets of something at you know, 50 or 60% intensity and volume. Uh, Look, I'm working on it, all right. But I, you know, my main dopamine driver in my life is my training, for sure. And so I have a really hard time with this and I've worked really hard on it over the last probably five, six, six years. I think since I left Olympic weightlifting, And I had to really look at my relationship to training. Uh, I also had to really look at this, you know, this this idea or, you know, when things don't go to plan. Uh, And for me, it was around injury. So I've had loads of injuries, some minor, some major over the last you know, 10, 12, 14 years since I have had a solid training practice. And I didn't deal with them well previously. And that is, well, let's just say that's an understatement (laughs) because I would find myself uh, in the pit or the black hole again and I would be really angry and frustrated with my body. I would be really angry and overwhelmed that It didn't go to plan. And I've worked really hard on it over the last six years. And I want to share some things that I've learned with you, some observations and some things that I use and I found helpful when things don't go to plan. And I've coached some of my warriors this week on it who really wanted to do the challenge, but just couldn't because 
life. Sometimes life will happen. Well, life is happening all the time, but sometimes life, she will present challenges or she's sending us information and that may stop us from doing things like strengthen your confidence challenge. But as I said in my last podcast, the number one goal is to always bring energy in. So this was my number one secret that I shared on my secrets to success is that I have kept my nervous system strong for a really long time. And my number one goal is always, how can I get more energy in? What's the state of my nervous system? What prong isn't working quite right? What do I need to do right now to fix the prong to get more energy in? I know I'm talking about prongs. If you are new to the podcast, I talk about this idea or this concept of the red umbrella. And so imagine an umbrella. The umbrella has prongs and those prongs give the umbrella its shape. They allow the umbrella to do its job. Now the umbrella is our nervous system. So it is the state of us, our nervous system. And we've got all of these things, prongs or relationships with things that make up our nervous system. Now, if one or more of those prongs aren't working right, it's going to impact the state of our nervous system. It's going to impact our energy. So my number one secret for success is the whole goal with everything you know the whole goal with my vision my business my health my training with all of my relationships is how can I get more energy in to show up more powerfully in those relationships to grow my business to get stronger so energy We always want to come back to energy. So if we have a plan and the plan is our strength and your confidence challenge or the plan is that you're about to go back to the gym or you've just started back at the gym or you're going to start a new training cycle and then something happens. Your little human gets sick or you get sick or work is super crazy and requires you to travel a lot. We get really stuck and we feel really frustrated and overwhelmed. Now, the first step is how can I get more energy in? If I have been sick, if I've been traveling a lot, if I am burnt out, fatigued, low on energy, if I haven't had much sleep because my little human wakes me up because they're sick or you know they're they're a new little human so they're not sleeping great how can I get more energy in now the two main things that are really going to help that are sleep and food now sometimes if we're mums we can't fully control the sleep situation 
but we can control the food. And this is where we really need to look at, am I eating enough? Am I balancing my meals? Is my nutrition strategy working for me? The food is going to help bring the energy back in. As well as the sleep, as well as the daylight, the sunlight, you know, getting natural light into our eyes, walking. Those are my go-tos. And this is what I teach my women in warrior school. We kind of have a backup strategy. And this strategy is for if we have a few crappy days or nights in a row. You know, if our little humans are up two, three nights in a row and we feel exhausted, if we've been sick for a while, we'll have this backup strategy. And the strategy is really, the intention of the strategy is focused on energy. How can I bring more energy back in? And there are foundation fundamental things that my warriors do. So it's sleep as much as I can, (laughs) if I can, or also do non-sleep deep rest. And I love non-sleep deep rest. I do it a lot, at least three or four times a week. I will lay down and I will deeply rest. Uh, So we try and get sleep back in. We do non-sleep deep rest. We get sunlight in our eyes, brightness. Uh, I get them to walk. And then we focus on their food. And maybe we need to bring more energy in through the food. Then we look at modifying their training to get them back into their practice. And now that doesn't mean that we change their entire program. It, it mostly looks like we just reduce the volume uh, of work initially to get back in to the training practice. And we spoke about this uh, in the podcast that I did with Libby. We spoke about how do we confidently modify our training. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and whack that in your ears. It's a very cool episode. Uh, So step one, how can I get more energy in? What prongs do I need to look at? Do I need to focus on? So we're talking about this when things don't go to plan. Then the next thing that we do is we share it with our table. So we've created this table and at our table is our wise council. They are there for a reason. They're in certain seats for a reason. So we're sharing what's going on in our world with our table. What came up that stopped us from doing what we wanted to do. That ruined our plan. And this helps a few different ways. One, it really just helps to communicate it, to vent it. Because you've put these people at your table for a reason and they're gonna get it, yeah? They're gonna totally get that it's frustrating and overwhelming and disappointing when you can't do what you want to do, especially when it comes to your body. The second thing that it does is that they can help create a new strategy for you. 
they can help create a new plan. It's hard to see that when we're in the pit or the black hole. The next thing that we do is we focus on that plan, on creating that new strategy. So the other day I made a video and I, it's also a secret to my success. It's secret number seven and it's called dynamic adjustment. So the other day on the video, I was talking about how, you know, we'll have a plan and then it doesn't go to plan. And this is one of the reasons why a lot of us don't have a successful and sustainable training practice. It's because we don't know how to dynamically adjust. And we've never been taught how to dynamically adjust. Basically, dynamic adjustment is modifying our systems or our strategy in real time based on the feedback that the body is giving us. So when these warriors shared that they couldn't start the challenge, we paused, we spoke about energy. How can I get more energy in right now? Then the next thing we spoke about was, okay, we just need to create a new plan or a new strategy. We just need to go through dynamic adjustment. Your body is giving us feedback in real time. So let's use that and create a new plan or a new strategy. And this, once you learn this, this will blow your mind. This changes everything. So when I started working with my coach like 12 or 13 years ago, He taught me two very valuable things. One, you need to build a strong foundation. Two, you need to learn how to progress and modify your training based on the feedback that your body is giving you. Now, I nailed step one, learning one. It took me a really long time to get good at the second one. I was not good at that for a really long time. But over, especially over the last six years, I've really embraced this whole idea or what I call dynamic adjustment is really surrendering to the fact that the body is the boss. She is the boss. And she's going to give us feedback in real time. And it is our job, if we want to be warriors, to listen to that feedback and adjust our plan and our strategy and our systems based on that real time feedback. So that's the next thing that we do. Then... The last thing is we just remind ourselves that it isn't permanent and that black holes and pits are part of the practice. It isn't permanent. Everything is impermanent. It is not going to last. Now, I'm not saying that it doesn't suck. It isn't annoying. It isn't frustrating. You shouldn't get angry. You can feel all of those feelings. Remember, we feel our feelings. That is totally cool. It does suck. It is annoying. It is frustrating. 
but it is also impermanent. She ain't going to last forever. So to recap, when I have a plan, but it doesn't go to plan, here is what I have found really helpful. And this is what we do inside of Warrior School. The whole goal is energy in. So we focus on how can I get more energy in? Second, we share it with our wise counsel. We go to our table, we sit down in that chair and we communicate what's going on. Then that wise counsel or certain people at your table can help you dynamically adjust your plan, your system, your strategy. So then we enter dynamic adjustment mode. We take the feedback and we adjust the plan. It doesn't mean that we can't go back to the original plan. We just need to adjust it to support us where we're at right now. Okay, so it's a little bit different or there are more steps in the plan or the dynamic adjustment if we're injured or if we're in chronic pain. Uh, And so I'm going to update you on what's going on with my training and my injury uh, to give you a little bit of an insight in how I work through pain and injury because I have a plan and my big plan or my big vision is to be as strong, as capable, as powerful as I can in my training. And I've been injured for 10 months. (laughs) So in January, I slipped on black ice and I fell right on my coccyx, like hard. I actually fell twice. So I slept and then I tried to get up And I had Hank with me and he was jumping around and he thought it was really exciting because I was down on the ground with him, but I had pretty much broken my butt and I tried to get back up and I slipped again. So I slipped twice, very hard. I fell both times on my coccyx. So right at the time I thought I had broken my butt, literally, it was a very slow walk back to the car and the car was only 10 minutes away but it took a long time and then it was sore for weeks like I couldn't sit on it uh, let alone train or train hard but it did heal after a few weeks I didn't feel the pain anymore in my coccyx but then I started to develop some lower back and hip pain Uh, and it got so bad at one point that I had a lot of trouble walking Hank the the back you know I've had back stuff on and off for the last 12 years and I know how to manage it very well but the back is kind of like my thing it's the story in my body that if something happens if I'm stressed low on energy if I'm not doing certain things in my training my back can flare up so I've got this L4 L5 facet you know, SIJ joint thing that likes to present itself. So originally I just thought it was that, but then I was developing this really funky referral hip pain. So right down into my groin. And it was actually that that would throb all day and that would make it, it would make me it really hard to walk Hank. 
and I couldn't get comfortable at night. And so my coach and I, we started to explore what might be going on. You know, we tried a lot of different things. I'll always take a movement-based approach first. So if I experience an injury or I have any pain or discomfort, I'll always look at movement. I'll always look at my training first. We looked at specific hip and lower back work. We experimented with lots of different movements. We modified the training. You know, we took some rest, some time off. We reduced the load. I did less walking. I did more walking. We looked at my gait. (laughs) We tried loads of stuff, but I still had this persistent lower back and hip pain. So I saw a few practitioners, you know, they couldn't really figure it out what was going on. The treatments would help a little bit to alleviate some of the discomfort or pain, but it wouldn't go away. But this whole time I continued to train. So even on the days that my hip pain was really bad, I trained because there are always so many other things that we can do. And, and we also want to say, okay, is, is it making it worse? And for me, it wasn't making it worse. Uh, it was actually worse when I wasn't training or moving. So I continued to like push hard on my upper body training. We continued to experiment with different exercises and strategies for my back and my hip. And we got really clear on stuff that flared up. So there were a few things that really made it angry. And after five months of this, so this was, we were dynamically adjusting for five months. We had a good strategy to manage the problem. Now the problem wasn't gone. I was still in some discomfort. I still had the referral pain in my hip, but I could manage it. And the pain was less and it was more infrequent. So then I went back to lifting weights. Because in June, I had decided to go back to Olympic weightlifting. So that was my plan, to return to Olympic weightlifting. And we had created a whole plan and a whole strategy around that. But this back and hip pain, I'm not going to say ruined my plan, but let's just say put a spanner in it. So after five months of working on the problem, I could manage it pretty well. And then we started to lift weights again because the plan was to go back to Olympic weightlifting. So we created a strategy and I started to lift heavy again. It wasn't making it worse, but then it did come back, the hip pain. But This time I actually experienced a new sensation. I experienced this pressure feeling in my rectum. And it was like, it basically felt like there was a fist pushing down on my rectum all of the time. So I had this hip thing back, which was this chronic kind of constant, dull, radiating, nervy pain in my groin and my hip. And then I had this pressure feeling in my butt. So I didn't have any pain on sex, no leakage, no loss of bowel control, uh, but this constant pressure, this heaviness feeling. So I was referred to a really, really good acupuncturist 
who's been doing it for a very long time and is very good. And I've been seeing him fortnightly now for a few months. And we've done some really cool work together. And the referral pain in my hip is gone. And we're working really hard on my facet joints and my SIJ joint. And I'm working also really hard on movement patterning stuff. So there's a reason why this keeps happening. And there's something going on with my body. There's like an imbalance or um, a motor control patterning thing. So we're trying to figure that out in my training. But the treatment, the acupuncture treatment is really helping the symptoms. But the pressure feeling in my rectum was still there. And this was a few months ago. So this is how I found myself flat on my back with a finger up my butt (laughs) and up my vagina. So I actually uh, found a pelvic floor specialist because chronic hip and chronic lower back pain can be a pelvic floor issue. So I've worked with a lot of women that after looking at their movement, their patterning, their technique, uh, doing mobility work, stability work, getting treatments, they still had this chronic hip and back issue. So I send a lot of those women to pelvic floor specialists. So I went to a pelvic floor specialist uh, after trying loads of things in my training. So I thought maybe there was something going on with my coccyx from the fall. Took me a little while to kind of link the fall, which was in January, into this stuff. But I thought, what if, you know, what if there's something going on with my coccyx, which is affecting the ligaments, the pelvic floor, and there's like some hypertonicity there, which is affecting the, the hip and the rectum. So the pelvic floor physio actually found a small uh, prolapse uh, rectocele and a small vaginal prolapse. But what she did say was that it's that's actually pretty common. Uh, it's a pretty common thing for women to have. I did a podcast episode with the vagina coach. And I think the stat was, don't quote me on this. You'll have to go back and listen to the podcast episode. But it was like 60 or 70% of women have some kind of prolapse. And the physio said, because you did gymnastics and you've been lifting weights for a long time, I'm not surprised that there are small prolapses there. She wasn't super worried about that. There were tight muscles on my right side. So I've got more hypertonicity on that right side. Uh, And when we have tight muscles, we can lose the ability to be able to control them properly. So I've lost some motor control of my pelvic floor and I've been bearing down on it uh, because I've lost that motor control. And then also there is some stuff going on with my coccyx just from the fall. So we're creating a strategy for my pelvic floor to support my training. Uh, And I'm continuing to see the acupuncturist fortnightly. And I'm still doing very specific hip and back work for my training. But I'm essentially training really hard. And I've trained the whole time. And I've trained hard the whole time. I just had to stop lifting some heavy weights for a while when it was really bad. But I'm back to deadlifting heavy, squatting pretty heavy. So I train this whole time. And as I said, I've been injured so many times over the last 13 years, some minor, and then some have sidelined me from training hard for five months or more. And previously, I did not deal well with injuries because 
the injury ruins the plan <laughs> and the not dealing well an understatement they would send me into the black hole I'd get really angry, really frustrated at my body for not doing what I wanted it to do. But over the years, I've learned to approach an injury or pain with curiosity and grace. And this is what I teach my warriors to do inside of warrior school. Okay, it didn't go to plan. Let's get curious. Let's have grace and let's dynamically adjust. What's the new plan look like to support you right now? Sure, when things don't go to plan, it's super annoying, okay? But it can actually teach you a lot about yourself and your body and training because you want to know the truth. You want to know the hard truth. You are going to get injured. You are going to experience pain. Your plans are going to be ruined sometimes, (laughs) And you need to be okay with that. You need to learn how to dynamically adjust. And sometimes you need to keep training. You need to keep moving your body. Okay, warrior, that's an update on me. I, like I'm loving training. I've got some really cool skills that I'm working on right now. I'm slowly rebuilding up my barbell strength again. I'm loving being in the gym Uh, and I will train when I go home. I always train. There is a local gym in my hometown that I will, that I will train at. I want to try and get my dad to build me a sauna because I've still been doing my hot, cold exposure therapy three times a week. I'm actually going tonight. So I've still been doing that three times a week and I'm going to miss it so much when I go home. So I'm going to ask my dad if he could build me a sauna. Also, I'm going to ask him if he can put something up that I can hang my gymnastic rings when I go home. But I'll still be training when I go home. I am still going to return to Olympic weightlifting. It's just taking a little bit longer than I wanted, but that is okay. I'm totally cool because... I get to train and I love to train and I am getting stronger, but I'm also learning so much about my body through this injury and this experience. Those hard rights, I tell you, they teach you a lot. And this is why, you know, all of my warriors are on individualized training programs and they get one-to-one coaching because... What we do is we look at the difficulty they are facing right now and adjust the strategy and training so they can keep training, you know, so they can always keep training. They can always be in the practice. For an example, you know, if a warrior writes to me and says that she's getting knee pain when she squats, so I can take this feedback and we can adjust, you know, we can adjust her squat We could add in uh, some mobility stuff. You know, we can address the problem really quickly and really efficiently. Or if a warrior says she's going away and wants to continue training, but she doesn't have equipment, we can adjust her program so she can keep training. You know, if one of my warriors tore her calf muscle playing soccer with her son, so we create a rehab program for her calf. You know, we focus on 
uh, upper body training or if she's been sick for a while and her energy is in the toilet, we create a new strategy, like I was saying, a backup strategy for her so she can get back into training. You know, this is why I believe every woman needs a coach and an individualized training program, more so a coach, you know, a coach that has been in the practice for a long time and is very good at helping her learn how to dynamically adjust the training. That's where the magic happens. You know, it's, this is where you will get the most success. If you work with a coach that can teach you how to confidently progress and modify your training so you can keep training, you will have a successful and a sustainable training practice. Okay, warrior, (laughs) that's it for me. She was short and sweet. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.